Bulldog Interviews on BullyNet with your host, Dave Kaufman. He's a nice guy, but only gives belly rubs to dogs. Welcome to the Bulldog Interviews. I'm Dave Kaufman, your host, and today we have Jessica back. Hi, Jessica. Thanks for being on the show. Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me. Can you uh, introduce yourself and let, let the audience know a little bit about you? Well, uh, my name is Jessica Back, and um, I've grown up in a small Midwestern town in Ohio, uh, up around where Annie Oakley um, was born and raised. And if many people don't know Annie Oakley, she was a famous sharpshooter back in the uh, 1800s, and that is how I got my kennel name, Sure Shot. Um, lived here all my life, and um, I'm a nurse by profession, but uh, a bulldog bulldog lover by heart so great great uh when did you get into bulldogs and why um boy i'll tell you i got into bulldogs about 17 years ago i got my first one um when i was a teenager my mom had a friend that that bred them for pets and you know she said oh look at that little baby bulldog isn't it cute and i said that is the ugliest thing i've ever seen and i would never have one (laughs) well little did i know that i would end up with one we had started looking for a, a, a animal, a dog, and I'd seen one at a horse show that somebody had had, and I thought it was just very cute, and that's when we started kind of searching and bought our fo- first bulldog off of uh, Jim Wilson um, over in Indiana, and she lived to be 11 and a half and was a great dog. Um, I've been showing, though, about eight and a half years really seriously, um, I did have one litter with that first bulldog and had seven and kept six, six <laughs> of those. Um, but kind of dabbled in showing with them, but nothing real competitively. Um, kind of fell into the showing aspect, didn't know much about it, found out my local club, my nearest local club was two hours away and started attending some meetings and started attending a couple of shows. I worked weekends as a nurse, so it was hard to get away to those shows. Sure. But uh, met a lot of fantastic people that were really supportive, and that was really nice. Great. Yeah, the Bulldog community is something else, I think. Uh, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so are you a member of any clubs? Um, currently, I'm a member of the Buckeye Bulldog Club. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I used to be a member of the Cincinnati Bulldog Club. Each club for me is about a two-hour drive each way, so it gets a little time-consuming trying to hit both um, both clubs. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've just stayed with the Buckeye at this point. Um, I'm also a member, of course, of the Bulldog Club of America, which is our parent club. Um, in the past, I've been secretary for Buckeye and um, Cincinnati Bulldog Club, and I've also been on their board. I actually used to do their um, Cincinnati's newsletter, and I enjoyed that. That was a nice creative outlet and, and fun to do. And um uh, Right now, I'm just on the board for the Buckeye Bulldog Club, and I'm also a governor in um, the Bulldog Club of America. Okay, great. Um, do you or did you have any Bulldog mentors? Um, you know, starting out, um, everybody was really nice and uh, helpful about uh, about giving advice. Uh, I learned uh, a lot from Phyllis Huff. She was a original member of the Cincinnati Bulldog Club and started that up, and she wasn't able to, you know, physically get around as well as some of us are, but uh, she did a lot of show secretarian for a lot of the Division Two clubs, and um, at times she would ride with me, and um, I had a good time with her, and I learned a lot 
from her in the process, and and she's passed away probably about five years ago, and greatly missed. But um, Lottie Elliott of Hurricane Bulldogs is another of my mentors, and has become you know one of my very best friends, and I've learned a lot from her um, as far as breeding dogs, um, puppy raising. Um, she's she's phenomenal. Great. Uh, have you had the opportunity to, to take on any mentors yourself? Um, not at this point. No real, real mentors. I mean, there's some people that I know, um, you know, I'm, I'm always willing to help anybody that has a question or, or help out in any way I can. So I, I can't say I have any real mentees, but I'm always there to lend a helping hand for anybody that needs a hand up. So. Okay, great. Um, tell us a little bit about your breeding program. Um, well, like I said, um, my first bulldog, um, I had a litter from and, and kept six of the seven was kind of a, you know, a, more of a pet person, not into showing and, and kind of fell into that. And I've really, you know, with my limited breedings, um, and bulldogs, um, I've, I've done quite well, um, and finished some nice dogs. But um, when I'm breeding, I, I really want to get good, healthy dogs with great temperaments and dogs that are, that conform to the standard. Um, and I really want, you know, great pets foremost mm-hmm. because ev- not everybody dog, not every bulldog can be a show dog, but every dog has to be a great pet. Right, right. Good. Um, what do you look for in a stud dog? Um when it comes to stud dogs, um, I like to see a masculine male. Um, I like to see a beautiful brook-shaped head with great movement, um, the, where the pieces and the parts all floated together and the beautiful bone. I like to see a, a male stud dog and it, where it just takes my breath away, where you're kind of looking out like if you were looking out at a at a field with some you know, stud horses, mm-hmm. the way they move, how they hold themselves, just, it, you know, when you see a beautiful horse, it takes your breath away. It's the same way for me when I see a beautiful male bulldog, and I like to see that. I like to see, um, you know, him healthy, um, nice, clear eyes, be able to breathe well, just a lot of stamina and vigor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, do you have any vets that you can recommend? Um, I currently use a vet in um, Columbus, um, and they're, that's a two-hour drive for me, but um, I refer everybody that gets a bulldog from me or has a bulldog and um, I strike up a conversation with to go to them. Um, it's called Beachwald Veterinary Hospital, okay. and uh, they have a bunch of great vets there that know bulldogs. And that's important when you have this breed. Yep, I agree definitely there. Um, do you have a proudest moment, uh, a bulldog moment? And, um, you know, sort of take us there. I mean, it could be, you know, the time that you, you know, rescued a dog or that you, you helped, you know, just, a, 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 you know, you placed a dog somewhere and, and, and then this happened. Or it could be a show thing or it could be. You know, it, it can be anything. It doesn't have to be like, well, my biggest win was this one, because that's not always your proudest or your most, you know, excited moment, or, or you know what I mean. So, <laughs> go for it now. <laughs> um, 
Well, there's there's a lot of lot of happy times these dogs have brought me. I'll tell you whether it's been in the show ring or not. Um, I I would do. Um, I've done a lot of things with my dogs. I've done obedience classes. I've taken them to um, fun parades down in Cincinnati, and um, I like I dress them up. I'd win cost, costume contests with them because I'd make them little costumes and. Um, I've had a lot of proud moments, so it's kind of hard to pinpoint, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. just one. But I guess one that kind of sticks out in my mind is um, my very first Best in Specialty show on my first champion with an English judge. Um, you know, when you think English judge, you kind of think they would like something a little longer uh, red. And here I have this white little thick dog and uh, <laughs> this English judge um, and it long pretty nice lineup of competition was kind of walking over to me and I thought um, she was going to give it to Ron Klopfenstein with his mail and was getting ready to congratulate him and uh, lo and behold she gave it to me I could barely make it out of the ring I couldn't believe it awesome awesome Uh, any advice for pet owners like is there something that uh, you constantly see this lacking or missing the way pets are cared for or just general, you know, if you would just do this, you know, or you know, anything like that. Do you see anything that you want to instill to the, the listeners that, you know, just have maybe one or two uh, bulldogs sitting at home, their pets and stuff? Well, you know, I would, I, you know, my biggest thing is get a good, reputable bulldog vet. I have a lot of people that say, oh, I have a bulldog vet, but they're really not a good bulldog vet. I had an incident like my first bulldog where, you know, the local vet used to have bulldogs and I thought he knew bulldogs and he did a spay and uh, mastectomy on her and she laid up and got infection. And uh, she was 11 and a half, you know, by the way, but when she passed, but not all vets know bulldogs. It's kind of like a nurse, you know, Mm -hmm. where they spend maybe a week on nutrition um, I kind of feel a lot of vets are that way um, with bulldogs. Bulldogs are a specialized breed, and nothing's always textbook with a bulldog. So I would definitely um, encourage bulldog owners to, to to go that route and find a good bulldog vet and ask your, you know, the bulldog community. You know, a lot. You know, I've known bulldog breeders to drive hours to go to the best bulldog vet, mm-hmm. and that's important, especially when it comes to something you know in regards to your pet's health yeah definitely some people think oh it's such an inconvenience when i can just i can save an hour by going to this vet but you're right. gonna you're gonna add cost you're gonna add uh just pain and suffering sometimes to the animal and you know the long misdiagnosis that i've that i've experienced from vets that don't know what they're doing and you exactly. take you take them to a bulldog vet and the bulldog vet right away says oh it's this and they go into and lo and behold it is and you have a solution, and yeah, you had to drive maybe an hour or two longer than than you did the other vet, but you're not going for if you're going for a convenience, don't get a dog, right? Exactly, <laughs> so, and especially don't get a bulldog. You yeah. know, it's, you want the best for your pets, so at least I do. Yep, no, most definitely. Uh, do you have a daily bulldog maintenance tip for for the pet owners out there, or just even uh, the non you know the ones that have maybe somebody can learn something from you there, like anything? Well, as far as daily, I mean, I um, a couple little tips that I like to do with my dogs is um, 
I like the bag balm on the nose to keep the noses nice and smooth. And I'm also um, what I call a nail Nazi. I like to keep their nails back and short. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times people tend to let their nail, dog's nails go a little too long and their feet start to splay and they sometimes have trouble walking on slick surfaces. So um, those are pretty much my two things. My my dogs get their nails done at least once a week and um, get their wrinkles cleaned. And so that's important. Yeah, definitely. Um what do you sh- what do you look for in a show prospect at different stages? Well, you know, bulldogs do change a lot. Um, <laughs> I've had wet picks where I've looked at them and yelled pet, and they've turned out quite nice. So, um, but I, as they're growing, um, one of the biggest things that I like to to recommend to people that are kind of getting into it and and um, is do do stacked pictures. Um, it's it's amazing the transformation. I like to look for the balance um, of the dog, um, how the pieces are put together, the front end assembly, how the the uh, the rear is, and sometimes puppies that are kind of weak in the rear just need a little bit of exercise, and you see that um, start to to really improve. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to look at the jaws to see um, how well the underbite is. Um, you know if it's scissored. Or if you know you actually want some some length to mm-hmm. go past those front teeth a little bit in the upsweep, so those are just some of the things that I like to look at. And and stacked pictures do tell a lot. Mm-hmm. They do go through the ganglies, but um, it's it, it is amazing that that how they can come back around. Yeah, yeah. Do you, this is a little uh, thing I've been trying to figure out. I take you know you take a picture of a five week old, eight week old puppy. And it looks incredible. And if it would just proportionally grow like that, and I've and I've had a couple of lines that would do that. Right now, my line's not doing that. My line goes. They looks great at that age. And then um, we had our one boy. Uh, we call him Lambo. He was so ugly at seven months. We we placed him in a home. And seven months later, they called up. They can't keep him. He's being a naughty boy. Um, he's uh, opening up the refrigerator and getting food out on his own. He's also chewing on the furniture. <laughs> so it's just, it was a, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't properly watched. So, uh-huh. so I said, yeah, you have to bring him back to me. You can't give him that crazy cat lady down the street that they were planning to. So they brought him back. And when he jumped out of the back of that uh, Jeep Cherokee and opened up the back, this monster came out and he grew. So he almost turned back into what he was when he, mm-hmm. when I have a picture of him when he was eight weeks old, he almost turned back into that just, much much bigger and so i wish they always did that so you'd know okay i got this it looks great at eight weeks i just have to deal with it for a year maybe <laughs> till it gets through that stage um but do, do you have some lines that that grow consistently like proportionate? they look awesome when you have a bulldog that just grows proportionate it really looks very uh, appealing the entire time um, yeah but then they do have the uglies or the ganglies or whatever you know they're calling them and stuff but um it's just such a transformation that they can make, and and there's no guarantee in my mind that or that I know that they're definitely coming back. Um, how, what's been your experience with that kind of stuff? Well, I have I have had a litter um, out of uh, my one bitch Izzy. The, her first litter was just phenomenal from the start. I mean, they pretty much they were cookie cutter, mm-hmm. um, and they stayed pretty much cookie cutter, um, and. But the second litter, I had a male that I just recently finished. He looked beautiful as a puppy. 
but I'll tell you, he just really went through some ganglies, and I'm really glad that I've held on to him, and um, I just finished him, and uh, he's beautiful. He's I would have never imagined when he was going through his ganglies how well he would have turned out. Um, sometimes that's the good thing about keeping stacked pictures is, too, sometimes when they live with you every day, you don't notice some of the, the changes. Yeah. But when you look back on those pictures, it's it's sometimes truly amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I tend to we, – we had a litter of two one time. Uh, we bred to Flip and Scout, and – we had a litter too, and the male was so, so impressive, and mm-hmm. and so he looked great, and his sister didn't look so great. But when he left and went down to Nancy for being shown, all of a sudden she started looking a lot better because he was out of the picture. And when we when we evaluated her on her own, on her own, as, and as a bitch, she was very very nice. Unfortunately, she didn't like to go in the show ring. You put a lead on her, she would just lay down and she was like timid with it for some reason. But you take the lead off of her, she'd be great. Nancy tried to work with her and she she just wouldn't, you know, she didn't enjoy that part of it. But it was really weird when we compared her next to her brother, we didn't think much of her. But when we looked at her on her own, on her own merits then, and then after we realized it, we said, for a bitch, she's great. Her head's much smaller than his head, but his head was very large for for him mm-hmm. in, in a way. I mean, it balanced, but it just looked that much. And, uh, but on her own merit, you know, she looked, she looked very good. And it was one of those things where you just have to take an eye for each one mm-hmm. and, and really evaluate each one, you know, to the standard and, and not against each other all the time because they have, exactly. uh, yeah, they have their own deal. It's hard to, it's hard when you have two like that, what you're talking about, and one's like what we would say the superstar, mm-hmm. because your eye is always drawn to that one. Yep. Yeah. Now, if, if Jello would have been a male, it, it wouldn't have been no, I mean, the head was just not nowhere near the size that it needed to be for a male. Um, right. But, but, it, but, you know, she wasn't a male, luckily. Right. Her. And you have to give due allowance. It's a bitch, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, do you have any advice for someone that's uh, looking to start showing bulldogs? Um, I would um, actually um, encourage people that are wanting to show bulldogs to join your local club, start going to some shows, um, especially the specialty shows. People kind of tend to hang around a little bit longer, and that's where you're going to make a lot more contacts and kind of learn a little bit more just because at the specialty shows, people are kind of hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um Get a mentor. It's important. Um, we have a lot of people now that are new, and um, they they know they they know all already. So, yeah. Um, but there's a lot to learn about bulldogs. It's just like I said. It's nothing's cut and dried with a bulldog. Yep. Yep. Uh, is is there any major struggle in the bulldog community that you see, and uh, any ideas on what can be done to help uh, help with that struggle? Um, I think that the the major, some of the major struggles is just, um, I think everybody should be a little bit more supportive of each other. Um, whether especially in a dog or, or, you know, showing a class animal, it's important to, to, to support one another. Um, just because we are a small community. Mm-hmm. I've heard that bulldogs are great. I've never had another breed. I've heard some of the other breeds can be quite tear you up kind of breeds, but, um, you know. I think that we should all kind of stick together for the sake of our breed. Yeah, that's good. Um, do you have anybody 
in mind or more than one person in mind that you think I should definitely interview and why? Um, I think Lottie Elliott um, of Hurricane Bulldogs. I think that she would be a good one to interview. She's got a vast um, knowledge and experience. Um, another one I think would be a neat one to do would be Darlene Studeman. Um, she's been in this breed for a long time. Um, All right. Very good. Um, and now uh, let's talk a little bit about your uh, the products that you've made for Bulldogs. Uh, how, did, uh, how did this come about and, and tell us a little bit about them? Well, um, what I've been making here for the last couple of years um, have been Bulldog cool coats and collars. And I made those simply for the fact that you can't find them at the dog shows, and most of the time they don't fit the bulldogs anyway. And you usually only see the coats. So I had a coat that had gotten ratted out, and I hadn't found one for about two to three years, so I thought I'm going to pull out my sewing machine and see if I can make one and and tweak it a little bit to fit the bulldog better. Um, I made the first one for my dog, and then... Soon thereafter, started making um, making them for other people, and I also make the cool collars that um, that are attached by Velcro and go around the dog's neck, and you can put actual ice cubes in them. So you dry them out when they're done. Um, if you take good care of them, they last a long time. Um, I enjoy it. I enjoy going shopping for the fabrics and the materials, and uh, I sit down here and I sew and let my dogs run it's very relaxing for me mm-hmm. um, I've made a couple other things I've made some some bitch panties I call them bitchy britches for girls in season <laughs> um, but my biggest thing is making the cool collars and the coats and I think it's kind of nice for the dogs to help keep them cool because especially out in the summer sun it it does get hot and uh, it's important to keep our bulldogs cool no that's awesome that's awesome. And so people can find these products uh, at the Chore Shop Bulldogs website? Yes. Um, I have a web page on my um, on my website, sureshopbulldogs.net. It should be under Cool Coats and Collars. And then also I'm on, on Facebook under Exclusively Sure Shot. And I could just be messaged if anybody's interested in, in uh, these products and they can pick out their own material or give me a color and I can show them what, what kind of fabrics and such I have available. Okay. That'd be great. Um, we'll have your links to all of this stuff on the show notes. So if anybody missed any of that or you're, you can't quite find it, uh, just, uh, go over to, uh, bully net and look up this podcast and you'll see, uh, that a show notes there with the links to these kind of things. Um, I think that's great. I think it'd be pretty neat if, uh, you know, you had a, you know, has anybody ever had a litter and they said they want one for each of their puppies to sort of match or something or? No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> that might be an idea if I get a, if I get a litter up one of these days again. And uh, I think it'd be pretty neat, especially to send home with the pet owner. So yeah, they, I have had, uh, had some owners buy numerous sets though. So mm-hmm. I've had people buy as many as three sets. So just for themselves. So, but they are pretty nice and I'm always amazed at how beautiful each one turns out. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. I can't wait to uh I think I actually got one from a show pack or something somewhere or maybe with a a win. I I have I'm pretty sure I have something of yours here. 
You might have. Yeah. I've donated to the clubs and um, done some for rescue, so yeah, for fundraisers. Yeah. I'm sure I have it here. I have to go find it and actually get it out on my dogs. I know my, my daughters love to dress the dogs up, so I'm sure they would enjoy putting that on there, especially because the dogs would like it then, too. <laughs> so, uh, all righty. Well, it's been great interviewing you. I thank you so much for your time here and uh, letting us get to understand a little bit more about uh, about Sure Shot and especially about your cooling products. I think that's... That's such a neat thing to have there where it's quite breed specific, especially for the fit, which is awesome because like you said, you can't, you know, we try to buy, you know, my, my wife and daughters try to buy clothes to dress up the puppies and they can't wear any of that stuff half the time because it's just not cut for that kind of chest and head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's been great. So thank you so much for your time and uh, look forward to, to seeing you out at the shows. Well, thanks Dave for having me. I've, I've enjoyed it. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Bulldog Interviews on BullyNet with your host, Dave Kaufman.